Wait, what's your post-hardcore voice again? No! So, like... Like, think... Okay. uh, Think... Uh, as I lay dying, any sure. of those bands like sure. that. Yeah, but I want to replace the <laughs> the screaming, the like low scream, the uh, that or, or the high, or the, it, uh, any of it. Okay, just with no. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be a, a a subgenre to itself, right? Oh a sub, man, sub-genre? if it's not, it should be. Which I think we we may have covered this before, but which. Which style of music has the most subgenres? Would it be electronic music or like metal? Because metal has like a zillion. Metal gets real uber specific. Oh boy. Because, I mean, metal, in addition to just all of the general areas of metal, it's also divided up by like country. Oh, that's true. And yeah, you're right. Uh, and then you start mixing in genres, and I don't. Because like you have metal, then you can have like black metal, then uh-huh. you can have like Swedish black metal mm-hmm. or Norwegian black metal, and then you or... have people arguing over whether it's black metal or death metal. Right. And sometimes it's black death metal. <laughs> yeah. The favorite one I ever heard is something called Porno Grind. Oh, boy. Have you heard of Porno Grind? Uh, no. Yeah. I listen to the... Well, you know, every once in a while you get bored. Uh-huh. And you start looking up what type of music has the word porn in it. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Um, but also, like, weird subgenres. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was one of the top ten weird subgenres of music. It sounded like a guy fucking a pig but the pig was the one singing mm-hmm. so also yeah. going no <laughs> yeah pretty much <laughs> so I, mean, I think it already exists <laughs> welcome to sushi jackknife hello motherfuckers how are you I, father fuckers uncle fuckers i think that the genre would be uh jerry lewis post hardcore no <laughs> <laughs> lady <laughs> Maybe the first album. <laughs> just lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy, I was in a bad mood. There's no there's no way better to turn around an evening than for Nathan to come to the door, mm-hmm. my dog to jump into his testicles. Always. Um, Your dog loves my testicles. Yeah. Knocking back a little bit of Kentucky's Kentucky's best. Not literally Kentucky's best. This is uh, wild, wild turkey. Wild turkey, which is pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, a rollicking episode of, of Sushi Jack. Yes. Uh, I mean, rollicking it shall be. I, I, hurt my, I hurt my throat earlier. I screamed so hard oh. at some. I, I, I had enough. Uh huh. You've been there. Yeah. We've, parents. Yeah. You, you've been there. I, I've been great. I just have to say, I've been great. <laughs> This week, it's the first week at school. School is back in. That's a whole fucking thing. I'm I'm a I'm going to let you have your self congratulatory period right here. Please, thank you. Don't tear me apart for once, because you know how it is. Yeah, our kids go to the same school, Mm -hmm. and uh, you know, I mean, it's like any other school, but the the drop off situation Mm -hmm. is 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 madness. Well, so in the morning. I, uh, yeah, I, I've been, I mean, we live, what, a mile away? Yeah, you guys max. are even closer than we are, aren't yeah. you? Yeah. Um, we have been leaving 25 minutes before drop-off. 
because right. I'm like, I have to work at eight o'clock and drop off is at seven forty five. Yeah. So <laughs> I have experimented with this. This has got to be so boring for people, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I have experimented with this. I have left really early, mm-hmm. got in the car line. Yeah. I'm literally four cars back from the first in line. Does not matter. Yeah. The doors open at usually not 745, 747 yeah. is what I've kind of averaged it mm-hmm. to in my mind. You can you can fucking leave way later than that and still drop off at about the same time. Yeah. It's it's not it's no one's fault. It's just like a small street mm-hmm. and a lot of car riders. Now, have you thought about yeah. to speed yours up? I I wouldn't do it cuz my kids younger. But not slowing down and just shoving the kid out the car. <laughs> I've considered it. I mean, if she got a running start, I yeah. think she'd be fine. <laughs> Give her a helmet, some pads. <laughs> So, I don't see the problem with this. Just roll, tuck and roll. Yeah, tuck and roll, tuck you, and roll. She has to learn at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I really, it makes me wish I had sprung for like the sliding door on the Prius. Yeah, you know. <laughs> um. So this morning, uh, my wife works from home now. Had a very early meeting. Right, mm-hmm. uh, she's on the Zoom. You know. As as many people are. Oh yes, the, we're in the Zoom times. The, it's not the boom times. No, it's the Zoom times. We all thought it would end no, maybe post COVID. Ne- no. You know what? It's never ending. It's 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 forever now. I had a meeting at work yeah. this week where they went. Yeah, we're thinking about doing a hybrid model where there's not really offices anymore. That's not a hybrid model. That's just getting. <laughs> so you want me to pay for my electricity to work? I got it. <laughs> I know what's happening. <laughs> You're so smart. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so uh, it was. A, it was. A, I had to tiptoe, and I'm not complaining. Yeah. It's, it, it was a cool thing, and we all make compromises for each other, right, in our relationships. So it was. A, it was trying to keep the dog quiet, getting the kid awake, and then we go to school. And I think everything is fine. Like we've had a momentous morning, mm-hmm. and I forgot the goddamn backpack uh-oh thank god we live 10 minutes not even 10 minutes away right so i did one of these i there's a road mm-hmm. there's like an apartment complex across from our school and a lot of the kids live there and they just walk over right right but i did a quick yui and the little road to the apartment complex and then i fucking hauled ass mm-hmm. in the school now listen i know i was wrong <laughs> <laughs> i would never do this i'm the guy Giving people the side eye mm-hmm. if they're going more than 15 miles an hour in the yeah. school zone. I go through three school zones on my way to work, mm-hmm. and I always go 15 to 20 miles right. an hour. But today, you or the, you were going 65? Yeah, about 65. <laughs> and I got the, I got the, I got the arm, mm-hmm. the wave, the, the slow down wave. Yeah, I got that one time, and I didn't know what it meant until I was already past <laughs> Uh, it it didn't dawn on me. I'm like this is the the crossing guard waves really weird. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like a weird full arm. It's up to down. Yeah, but it's like a full arm wave. Yeah, <laughs> like they they look like they're like extra white people really enjoying 1999 Eminem music. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Slim Shady. Yes, I'm the real Shady. Um. Yeah, so I I blew right through yeah. that intersection and went, oh, 
I bet they wanted me to slow down. <laughs> so it made me regret that I, I have kind of a recognizable car. Yeah. And a recognizable sunglasses. They're like blue. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh shit, she's going to see me. Yeah. She's because I'm going to have to come back and, and actually drop off <laughs> with backpack this time. It's not like we didn't even just have like the lunch is in the backpack. Right. So I can't, like I have to go back to get it. Right. And we, we made it just in time before they were putting out the sign that says, oops, you're late. And I was like, fuck you. Fuck you. She's out of the car. <laughs> it's her fucking problem now. Wait, so they put a sign out if you're late. <laughs> yeah. So they have that sandwich board sign. Yeah. And on the, it's very nice on the front. In black cursive, it says, thank you for getting your child to school mm-hmm. on time. And I'm like, you know what? We got a 13-minute fucking window because yeah. of you people. On the back, big, bright, bold, red letters. It says, oops, <laughs> you're late. <laughs> you have to come inside and sign them in. It's like, fuck that. No fucking way. I'm so, already in the car line. So it is a sign that actually has... It was written in the tone of voice. Of, <laughs> nye, 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 nye. <laughs> yeah, <it was laughs> you didn't get here. <laughs> yeah, fuck, man. <laughs> so it was a morning. I mean, Jesus, we made it. We made it, and thank God. Mm-hmm. And I and I saw the child. The child's alive. The child. Thank you. Everyone's alive here. Thank you. I didn't dream this. And I didn't, there was like an entire family, including a mother with babe in arms that I was going 45 miles an hour past mm-hmm. when I got the, when I got the sign and I was like, I see them. <laughs> like, I know, look, I don't, look, okay. I would be, if I were you, mm-hmm. I would judge the shit out of me right now. Mm-hmm. And they did. And they did. She did. Uh, for sure. For sure. But I'm me in this situation. And I know <laughs> that... <laughs> however many days school is in a year i am the guy giving these assholes the side mm-hmm. eye because these motherfuckers in their giant fucking <laughs> tesla suv cannot fucking slow down to 15 miles a fucking hour for f- not even five minutes mm-hmm. two minutes you're going you're doing uh, i do it every fucking day uh-huh. all right and i will remind you <laughs> just pads and a helmet you don't even have to worry about full drop off anymore. <laughs> Plus, if you're driving 15, yeah, like worst case scenario, she's probably going to break a limb. Oh, that's that's. I mean, we got she's got rollerblades. Yeah. She could get out of the car at the four way. Oh, bet no, <laughs> no, best idea. Ooh, okay. Did you ever play Tony Hawk? Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah, yeah. She can grab hold of the back of your car. Oh, yeah, dude. And just let go at the right time. She goes straight up that hill. Yeah. Into the door. Love it. Nothing but net. Yeah. Was it it skitching? I think that was what it was called, is skitching, when you grab the back of a vehicle on a skateboard. This is is just like like Back to the Future style. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, but instead, it's rollerblades in this scenario. Right, right, right. And it's cool. Because, you know, safety. Sure. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, you know, it has to be something safer, like rollerblades. Rollerblades never really Mm -hmm. got to the level. I mean, skateboarding. I know skateboarding wasn't always cool, but when we were kids, it It was was so cool. It was the coolest thing. No, I remember as a kid watching the X Games. Oh, yeah. And it was like, uh, you know, you'd have the half pipe, 
and all the skateboarders would be doing the half pipe and you'd be like yeah and then they'd be like next up the rollerblade competition half pipe whatever like, i all right let's see what else because <laughs> all the tricks look the same they, it's yeah. like i've never been impressed with surfing have you ever watched a <clears throat> surfing competition uh, no, I've I'm never sure there are seen, intricacies no. yeah. that I don't understand. Sure, but I don't understand them, and I'm not going to learn. <laughs> I mean, I remember being because you had the skateboarders, and then you had the BMX people, mm-hmm. and the BMX like I feel like a bicycle is meant to hurt you if oh, you're yeah. doing that. Mm-hmm. Like a skateboard, I know you fall a lot and you get hurt, but like a bike can like come back at yeah. you. Uh, a skateboard. If you hurt yourself, it's ground and you. Yeah, yeah. A bike, it's any combination of ground, you, and bike. (laughs) There's a third variable in there. Like, no one's ever been injured by the skateboard, really. I feel like it just goes flying off in a direction. It goes flying, and then you slam your head into something. (laughs) The bike... I mean, I I was never, like, a BMX... And the skates, like, they're on your feet. They're attached. They don't come off, really. I can't imagine them coming off. Man, that would be quite... You know what? <laughs> if that had happened one time, then I probably would have watched the... The, uh, the rollerblading, rollerblading part. Yeah. Half pipe. Yeah. That would have been fun. But Dude. It's all... It just... Like, you spin a number of times, and that's it. That's all you can do. I, I mean, the, the ice skating was big, mm-hmm. too. Like, yeah. I mean, now it's not extreme sports, but that was like Olympics, right? Mm-hmm. But, like, ice skating was like... It was the same kind of thing, but presented in a different way yeah you know because like tanya hart is my favorite <laughs> i mean i tanya did you ever see i tanya mm-hmm. holy shit it was very good oh my god what a great movie uh-huh. i did not realize i saw that movie but i didn't know who margot robbie was then uh-huh. and now i'm like oh i know who margot robbie is and that was margot robbie yeah. oh shit okay yeah. and she's australian wow mm-hmm. um how crazy is that story but it's like the, they do the same shit, but yeah. like it's just in a different culture. You know, mm. it's considered like it. Well, it's pretty. You know, it's pretty. Yeah. There's costumes. Yeah, music. Um, it a lot less blood typically. Typically, unless <laughs> unless you're uh, unless Nancy Kerrigan is there. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know there, that there was that much blood. Just a lot of swelling and broken. Oh. So terrible what happened. Oh my! And Nancy Kerrigan was. I mean, here's the thing. I remember this right. This mm-hmm. is like '96 Olympics. We're in Atlanta. Yeah, and I'm from Georgia, right? And so it was fucking everywhere. Yeah. The Braves had been on fire mm-hmm. for years, so we had that. And then we had the '96 Olympics. It was fucking boom times to be oh. alive and be a kid in Georgia, right? Yeah. I remember being in fourth grade and my dumb ass was standing up there in my Olympics t-shirt and our fourth grade class. I assume everyone in Georgia had an oh, Olympics t-shirt. A million percent. Yeah. Everyone. They gave them out like candy. Yeah. They were everywhere. Um, we sang songs from the different countries participating <laughs> in the Olympics <laughs> that year. Okay. Uh, you know, like we sang Australian songs. Fucking my class was like Japan class. That feels uh, problematic. Pretty racist. <laughs> but, but it was great at the uh-huh. time. At the time, it was awesome. But it was fucking boom time. So I remember the 96 Olympics uh-huh. really in detail. And I'm, I i don't know if this is factual, but I remember Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan both skating. And I remember, like, I in fourth grade, I had discovered girls. Yes. 
right? And so I saw Nancy Kerrigan, and I thought, holy shit. Like, she's beautiful. She was really, really well, beautiful. Well, she, she was, as they discuss in Itania, right. th- the typical... Tip, very typical. ...figure skater. Right. Tall... Mm-hmm. Is that right? I, I I believe so. I don't know. I gotta look up but, Betsy Kerrigan. But the main thing is slim. Slim. Um, and looks like she could go to a country club and they just let her in on site. Right. They wouldn't check her membership. Right. Whereas Tanya Harding, they would go, ma'am, you're going to have to go back to your Winnebago. <laughs> I mean, I just pulled up a picture of them. Mm-hmm. And honestly, by today's standards, they're like kind of this, almost the same. Yeah, I think it was maybe more like persona. Well, it, you know, it, it was it was a combination of persona and I think it was more choices okay. in their performance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Nancy Kerrigan is. I mean, she's the I'm skating to classical music. Definitely. She's the typical. Yeah. Right. Right. And Tanya Harding was the I'm going to club your knee with a lead pipe <laughs> type. Oh my I'm just God. kidding. She's going to pay someone to do it. She's not going to do it herself. Oh, and th- I just, there's that picture of Nancy Kerrigan when. The, the, why? Yeah. Oh my God. It's long enough. Dude. We can laugh at it. It's wow. why. <laughs> And, yeah, and then there was the gymnastics mm-hmm. on top of that, man. Like, what was the... I was into it. At was the, the Atlanta Olympics the Carrie Strug uh, you know, I gymnastics? Need to, the big thing I remember about the 1996 Olympics is that it was the uh, Richard Jewell Yeah, Olympics. that was... Yeah. I, I remember that. That was an event. Trust, you know, just leave it to America. <sighs> right. To have olympics with a terrorist oh yeah oh yeah to it. yeah that was carrie strug mm-hmm. she did she win gold that year uh, i i can't remember if it was an individual thing or the okay. team thing well there she was in she, the, yeah she had hurt her ankle right and did right. the uh i don't know what any of the gymnastics things are the, the little boingy thing you know the boingy thing <laughs> the um the, the oh, what uh, is you, that called the run yeah you, you yeah. run and then jump on the boingy thing that thing yeah, yeah. um right and it turned out i i read this later and people may be listening and saying i'm wrong and hating me for this whatever fuck them but the the coach that put her out there like had miscalculated right what they needed right and so she didn't need to be risking permanent injury <laughs> oh my god dude but she did it anyway oh my and it god. became a great american sports moment well wasn't there something with that coach uh bella After- bella lagosi wasn't that his name <laughs> that's that's no that's dracula what's, it, what's dude? his name <laughs> it's bella know. something it's bella something hold on Oh, this is going to bug me. Uh, oh, my God. I'm pretty sure. Well, I'm still on Richard Jewell. Bel- Bella, Car- Bella Caroli. That sounds That's right. It. Yeah. Bella Caroli. That sounds correct. Yep. <laughs> That's um, Yeah, there was something weird. I don't remember what happened. I mean, aside from the fact that he was involved in the gymnastics during the uh, the diddling years. Yeah, that's what I was alluding to. I don't know that yeah. he diddled anybody. Yeah, like he wasn't the person that right was the doctor. Right, but, but Car- Carrie was, Strug, I rem- I watched that on TV. Yeah, and I, I, f- 
I mean, I hope to God she didn't get diddled. But I remember being so impressed with her because she was so young. Yeah. And she was so good. Well, it was the power of that bowl cut. It was a pretty strong bowl <laughs> cut. I mean, come on. And then you got poor fucking Richard Jewell, all right? Hero, I'm reading from The Guardian, which is a, what, a UK thing, right? Yeah. Um, 20 years after, I mean, this is, this is old, but 20 years after the uh, 96 Olympics, what have we learned? Richard Jewell, Richard Jewell, a hero turned suspect in the Centennial Olympic Park bombing, endured a personal nightmare before he was fully exonerated. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I never saw that movie that uh, Eastwood did. I watched it a couple years ago. It's pretty good. I thought it. I heard it was I like, good. So I like Eastwood. Yeah, I, I know do too. that. I do too. I know he's that, an asshole yeah, at this point, but like, he's I, an old man. All right. Yeah, leave him alone. People can't forgive that. He is a right wing person. Yeah, it's it's a bummer, um, but yeah. But his directing is really good. <laughs> and and he, I mean, who knows more about movies mm-hmm. at this point the, than the, him uh, and like fucking Scorsese? Yeah, you know. Um, that movie was really good. Um, what is Gran Torino? Gran Torino was great. fantastic. Yeah, and Gran Torino is is. I mean, I think the thesis of Gran Torino is like I'm not a racist. Yeah. Right, it's I'm, the opposite of what everyone <laughs> accuses him of being. Yeah, it's like I'm a grumpy old asshole, but yeah. I'm not a racist. All right. Like, correct me if I'm wrong, but at the end of Gran Torino, he defends that Asian family. Right? Yeah, I don't. I mean, spoiler alert yeah. for anyone who yeah. hasn't seen it, but Gran he gets Torino. gunned down. Yeah. yeah. Uh, because it will get rid of the gang members in the neighborhood and and protect the uh, Hmong friends. Mong, am I saying that right? Hmong? It's H M O N G. Anyway. I actually don't know. Uh, people who lived in his neighborhood. Oh, Vietnamese. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's right. Hmong. Something like that. Um, so he he sacrificed himself right. to get the gang members out to protect this family that he had befriended. Right. It's a very, very strong <laughs> Not statement. Anti racist movie. <laughs> Richard Jewell's vigilance saved countless lives, but the constellation mm-hmm. of factors that conspired to destroy his name are even more present today. This is opinion, apparently. Um, but just <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> sounds like it, doesn't it? But yeah, I mean, and then it ended up. I didn't actually. I didn't <clears throat> did not realize the connection to Eric Rudolph because mm-hmm. I remember being a little kid when, when I was a kid. You were a kid. There were big news stories, Mm -hmm. and cable news was hot. Yeah. CNN, uh, Ted Turner, Uh uh, I don't know what other channels were Uh, You were in Georgia, so CNN was the only thing that existed. That's true. Yeah, pretty much. Honestly, it probably was the only cable, because Fox Fox came came later later. than that. MSNBC came later than that, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So that Ted, was the Dan Rather era, where people yeah, would watch Dan Rather, the nightly news. Yeah. But I feel like Ted Turner invented basically mm-hmm. like the twenty-four hour yeah. news cycle, which not great, Ted. No. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it, it was in in theory, it was a good idea. <laughs> it was a good idea. Yeah. In practice, yeah, uh, <laughs> it worked really well when there was one station, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then. You had a bunch fighting, and all of a sudden, it didn't matter what the news was, because what mattered is what they were saying. The fighting, right. (laughs) Oh, Ted. Um, Uh. 
I think his best idea might have been that like restaurant where you could eat buffalo meat. Mm-hmm. Cool. It's pretty good. I mean, yeah, and buffalo meat's good. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, so where was I going? Okay, so yeah, yeah. So I remember big news stories from the nineties. Uh-huh. I remember OJ. Yeah, that was a few years before ninety four ish. Maybe that was. Oh, when was he? Or was it? At, I don't know the timeline. I was it a child. Have, it would have been. I think 95, 96 was the civil trial. Okay. So 94, 94 I believe, was like would the be... criminal trial? Yeah. Okay. So, I, spoiler alert. He he wasn't guilty. <laughs> right. Yeah. But really, he was. Well. Wow. Well, I mean, not according to the court of law. But according to The court of common know. sense, yeah, yeah. But the court right. of law. <laughs> so I remember hanging out with my grandma at her work mm-hmm. at the... Um, dry cleaners yeah watching as a child watching the oj simpson trial yeah was that the most boring thing that everyone had as can't miss tv like in history either that or like every episode of how i met your mother whoa (laughs) my like i know my mom watched it every day of course you that is that is a thing that the jury was trying to get out of, and you're voluntarily doing it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> right. Like, the jury members, it, anytime you have jury duty, they're like, I don't want to do it. I'm going to find a way to get out of this. I don't want to do it. And for this, everyone's like, I'm going to sit at home and just not move. <laughs> for months. Months. It went on for fuck ever. And I was like, where are my cartoons? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, I just want to watch Bugs Bunny. Right. I just want to watch... 50-year-old racist Bugs Bunny what, cartoons, What they please. should have done yeah. is new Bugs Bunny that just reenacted the trial. Oh, wow. That would have been good, actually. Uh-huh. Um, where were you? <laughs> um, Ted Turner needed to get on that. <laughs> <laughs> he was too busy trying to fuck. Who was he married to? Jane Fonda. Yeah, Jane yeah. Fonda. <laughs> Note the trying. Mm-hmm. Um, so, OJ was huge. Yeah. Then we had the 96 Olympics in my state, right? Yeah. Also huge. Also huge. Then there was the bombing at the Olympics. Yeah. Centennial Park. Then there was Richard Jewell. Uh-huh. Then there was, oh, it wasn't Richard Jewell. Right. It was this fucking guy, Eric Rudolph. And that name is burned into my mind because they looked for him. Mm-hmm. How long did they look for? Years. It was a while. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Okay. So I, I'm going to read a little bit here. <clears throat> on October 26, three, nearly three months after that fatal night in the Olympic Centennial Park, U.S. Attorney Kent Alexander sent Jewel's legal team a letter formally confirming that he was no longer a target of the investigation. <laughs> Six years later, Eric yeah. Rudolph, a former U.S. Army explosives expert, was convicted of the bombing mm-hmm. and the bombing of three abortion clinics across the South. So cool guy. <laughs> awesome fucking guy. And sentenced to four life terms without the possibility of parole at Colorado's ADX Florence Supermax prison. He's mm-hmm. still fucking there if he's not dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then poor Richard Jewell. Like, okay, so it was three months where they were like, yeah, no, it could be Richard Jewell. Yeah. Right. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, you know what? It wasn't. Hey, sorry. Sorry, Rich. All right. Well, we're going to go find this guy. Uh, sorry about that. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Peace. <laughs> like, what the fuck? What the fuck? I, I know. I know there's not a lot you can do to make up for that time. No. 
but man, that's a that's a rough one. <laughs> like we've talked about how other people, and then I don't know what happened to Richard Jewell. Yeah, should find out. I think he died. Did he die? I think oh, he died. that's a bummer. The uh, I'm I'm remembering the post credit or the post movie pre credit. Okay. Of what happened yeah. to Richard Jewell? Uh, Richard Jewell, so, not the uh, phone. Of, yeah, he died in 2007. Oh, so he's been dead a while. Yeah. Um, 44. Really young. I can't imagine that the stress of 1996 helped any. No. No. Anyway. No. What? I can't even imagine... And the guy did nothing wrong. No. The guy was his security guard, right? Like, yeah. In fact, he actually, not only did he not do anything wrong, he like cleared the area where there was a bomb <laughs> and kept it from killing a bunch of people. Which he was, <laughs> so he did his job and did it well. Yeah. Uh, he didn't even do his job. That wasn't his. He, he went above and beyond. Minimum wage security guards are not in charge of clearing bomb, bomb sites. Right. <laughs> right. They're oh. in charge of of making sure that, you know, the 18-year-old's not sneaking beers from their 21-year-old friend next to him. Man, what a poor bastard. Um, let's see. Yeah, he had diabetes. <laughs> okay. Uh, he, the cause of death was severe heart disease with diabetes. He was a heavy guy. Yeah, he was, he was not yeah. a slight fella. Ah, bless him. Yeah. Bless his heart. But... Um, not many people got a movie made about them by Clint Eastwood. That's though. true. Not many. That's a win. That's a win. I mean, he's not here to see the win, but it's did a win. Did the movie so. come out after? Oh, yeah, yeah, it did. Yeah. The movie came out a few years ago. Yeah, it wasn't that. Wow, that's a fucking bummer, man. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, wow. He sued. He got money from CNN for a libel suit. Oh, well, there you go. Uh, and... He he sued NBC News and the New York Post for fifteen million. I hope he had he got every cent from the I, New York Post. I hope Post. he did too. Yeah, because what? Because the New York Post seems awful, right? Man, the, if any publication in the world deserves to be sued for libel, yeah, it's the New York Post. I feel like that's their their tuesday edition <laughs> right right <laughs> everything is tuesday libel day <laughs> yeah, that's right it's libel tuesdays here everybody <laughs> so all that talk uh to get to this question how yeah. are you <laughs> oh you know they're richard jewel <laughs> i'm sorry better than nancy kerrigan oh well, yeah was in 1996 <laughs> um yeah i'm fine <laughs> great <laughs> I'm glad. Yeah. Um, no, nothing. Nothing to report. <laughs> Great. It's a, uh, uh, you know, I've done the drop off thing. It's been very early this week for me because of this. Yeah, I'm not used to this. It's an adjustment, right? Yeah. I I think I don't know. Is it irresponsible to send your first grader like making them walk across train tracks to get to school? I mean, what year are we in? <laughs> I I think it builds character. Sure. Right? Yeah. Like train tracks in a fairly busy street, and then he's basically home free if he can uh, remember uh, to turn on the right street. If this is a guiding light for you in mm -hmm. this decision, if I saw Oliver walking alone on train tracks, yeah. I would pull over my car 
Mm-hmm. And Take a like, picture and then drive off? <laughs> yeah. And be like, what's up with this? And send it to you. Hey, I saw, I saw your kid on the train tracks. <laughs> he looked like he was going east. Yeah. I don't know. He he uh he jumped on a train. So <laughs> he was playing the spoons. Oh, he's not coordinated enough to get onto a train. I don't need to worry about that. <laughs> He'd fall immediately. It would be uh, it's it's a no-go. Hopping trains is not happening for a couple years, so What's the age where you can responsibly start hopping trains? I mean, I feel like your body is in like peak condition about mm-hmm. like 13 to 15 yeah yeah that that seems right so yeah so once a kid hits junior high middle school age right that's a perfect time to start hopping trains and run away from oh i think so yeah that's the the, if you're gonna do it Mm -hmm. that this is what i'm advocating for here is uh children running away from home uh on trains and oliver's Oliver's such a little guy (laughs) Like of, and his yellow shoes. We, it, your son and I have this connection about yellow shoes. Mm-hmm. I've got bad news for you. He changed shoes. We're getting new shoes. <sighs> we ordered new shoes, and he chose them himself. Uh, he chose black and blue Nikes. Rock and roll, not even Converse. No, I I showed him all of the Converse. So my child has always worn Converse. Yeah. I guess no one's ever seen my kids' feet. They're so real cute on kids. Um, I don't know if you know this, people. They're <laughs> they're uh, they're also fairly cheap, yeah. and yeah. Yeah. if you get high top Converse, this is a pro tip for parents. Out Ooh, there. I don't even know this. Uh, if you get high top Converse, it keeps your kids from taking off their shoes in the middle of school and driving their teachers slowly insane. Dude, great idea. Yeah, pro tip. Anyone uh, in preschool who needs shoes, go do that. Um. But yeah, he he had no interest. He didn't want the tie dye ones. Wow, those are cool. I thought that was going to be the win. Those are very kid. Uh, he didn't want another pair of yellow ones. And then I uh, was like, "Well, what else do we have?" And showed him a uh, a pair of mid top Nikes. Yeah, and he immediately chose the black and blue ones. <laughs> All right, this is what we're doing now. So. Not to be a total shit, but <clears throat> what are your feelings? I think I know, but I, I just want to ask, what are your feelings about New Balance? Um, Man, they try. But They're like, trying to be cool. But like, what if you had to wear them? I, I Well, I don't. <laughs> it's an right. option in my life. I just haven't done it ever. Because? And they're New Balance. <laughs> <laughs> Meaning? I mean, I think that says it all. Like, uh, I mean, let's just lay it out for people. If I w- okay, if I were to rank the shoes that I'm going to wear, right? Um, New Balance. So you remember when the Nikes that everyone always makes fun of the as white being, Nikes, yeah, the white the Nikes that are the dad yeah. shoes. Oh, yeah, that's the da- that used to be dad shoes. Yeah, that's all of what New Balance makes. Right. Everything is that. And I feel like, oddly, the white high-top Nikes or Reeboks, mm-hmm. it could be Reeboks. Yeah. Those Actually, th- Reeboks are even better because yeah. that's the dad that's like, I'm not paying for Nikes. <laughs> but I feel like those shoes now have become cool with yeah. the Gen Zers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They, For some reason, the Gen Zers, and if you're a Gen Zer listening, cool. uh, earmuffs. Yeah, because I'm, I'm about to make fun on. of you. Yeah, uh, man, they really hate. 
looking good. That's the whole thing, right? They like, hate it. <laughs> like they they really want to wear dumb shoes, and then it's like they go through ill-fitting clothing. Yeah, they they like they went to the grunge era. Yeah. And went, yeah, but like, what's the worst trends from the grunge era we could take? Well, Not like the cool ones. What would it look like if it was grunge, but it was like a failing Kmart? Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, it's, it's grunge from the Kmart that's closing down the street. It yeah. just goes to show that every generation, there are d- generational divides. Yeah. I, I, I don't have a lot in common with the boomers. I have some things in common with the boomers. I can get along. Right, I, 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 the Gen Xers, sure, yeah, I even like some of the same bands. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can click with the Gen X. Can click with the Gen Xers totally. Mm-hmm. Gen Z, I can, I can, I can get along. But there's a certain point where it's like, no, yeah, like you don't, you don't know what clothes are. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> you're you're just guessing. You're just guessing what clothes it, it are. It does look like they came from fucking Mars mm-hmm. and we're like, what are these? <laughs> what do we do uh, with these? Now, my clothes are all supposed to fit like they're trying to get away from my body, <laughs> right? That's correct, isn't it? And it's not even like gender specific. No. It's the same. Well, it's so this is a weird Gen Z thing I've kind of noticed. All right. The fashion trends, and I mean, maybe this is good. This could be progress. Sure. As a society. Right. But, like, you know futuristic sci-fi movies? Yes. Where they've wiped out gender (laughs) norms completely, and everyone just wears, like, a baggy... (laughs) Like a silver. Yeah, it looks like they're wearing a trash bag. Yeah. And they all have a shaved head. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. It feels like the clothing trends are the same thing as that. I mean, it's it's not a trash bag. But for Gen Z, it's like, okay, what do you, what do I wear? A t-shirt that's three sizes too big. Yep. And an oversized flannel. <laughs> Maybe overalls. Yeah. A lot of overalls. Yeah. Overalls and, made oh, a comeback. And I'm definitely getting my conch pierced. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait, is that what this is? I, what is this? I, I don't, what is that? The middle the, of the nose thing. I don't know. It, it's not the nose ring, no. which can be cute. I don't mind the nose ring. This is the not cute yeah. thing. The I, middle part. What is that? Whatever I, that is. Septum. Yeah. I yeah. remember when I was... When <laughs> I was is a better word, sorry. <laughs> when I was but a wee yes. fella, yes. I remember the only people who had that pierced yeah. were like terrible hard rock people. The the septum. Yeah. Yeah. Like you had a septum piercing and you were going to go listen to like Puddle of Mud. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I still I still equate the two. You also had gauges in your yeah. ears. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like really big jeans. Yeah. Yeah. Past the point where big jeans were the thing. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It, no, this was Jinko was over. Yeah. We, we were done with Jinko, but you were still <sighs> you were still rocking with them. <laughs> Listen, we were no better at that time. No. What happened is we figured out how clothes work. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, see, I went the other way. I was in the punk era. Like the punk area. Skinny and so, jeans. So it was all, well, it wasn't really skinny jeans at okay. that point, but it was all like thrift store t-shirts. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That were probably too small. Sure. Like they were always small, tight t-shirts. 
No one was comfortable. No. Yeah. Everyone, uh, no one wears clothing correctly <laughs> from ages like, we'll say 11 until 25. That's about right. And then at yeah. 25, you're like, oh, like. I don't give a shit anymore. I could wear like clothing that fits comfortably and doesn't either cut off my circulation <laughs> or make me drag around 40 pounds of extra cloth. <laughs> right. Right. I feel like we, the reason that us millennial types mm -hmm. wear fitting clothes is because we came through the grunge era <laughs> and we learned the lessons of that era right. <laughs> because it would rain mm -hmm. and your jeans would weigh like 20 extra yeah. pounds. I, so it's really funny when you start looking at the 90s, yes. like as a timeline, because you know, like early 90s is when you have Nirvana, yeah. like the birth of grunge. Yeah, right. But then like late 90s is when you had the post grunge garbage. Yes. Okay. That's when it was bad. Right. But you can see everything follow the same path that grunge to post grunge followed. Okay. Like grunge, it was like. Yeah, thrift store clothes. My jeans are a little bit too big, but whatever. And you kept going and kept going and kept going, and all of a sudden you're you're at a Creed concert and Jinkos. <laughs> <laughs> you just it's just a logical progression. <laughs> it was bad. It's some guys piercing your septum, and you're yeah. like, "How did I get here?" <laughs> it's uh, that's that's how you ended up listening to. Scott Stapp tried to sound like he was he was uh, in a real grunge band. Yeah. <laughs> what man, what movie did I see a few weeks ago? I watched a movie. Oh, it was I think it was Halloween H two O. It was either Halloween H two O or Halloween Resurrection. One of those is better than the other. I'll let you guess which one. <laughs> um anytime they resurrect anything, it's usually not great. Right. That one has Busta Rhymes in it, by the way. That actually sounds great, then. <laughs> Who co-owns a company with, is it is it Halle Berry? No, it's Vivica A. Fox. Okay. And their company is called Dangertainment. <laughs> Fan-fucking-tastic. Okay. Uh, all right. So, at the end of one of those movies, I think it's Halloween H2O, you have an early Creed song. Oh, man. And, uh, and he's trying to sound like Eddie Vedder. Well, Sure. It's, uh, what's the song? What's this life for? Uh, what's this life yeah. for? And it, it's like Scott hadn't figured out, like, lyrical consistency. Yeah. Because at one point in the song, it sounds like he's saying, like, there is no God. You're right. And at another point, he's like, but there's this dude. <laughs> one king. So, uh. Because we all live under the reign yeah. of one king. That so that was a weird post grunge thing too. Is you went from like during the grunge era. Right. <laughs> there there was a strong atheist slant. Of course there was, yeah. And post grunge somehow you'd gone all the way back around to but like God's kind of cool, right? <laughs> right. right. Which makes, I still don't understand that. <laughs> I also don't understand, and I will never get, why all of the post-grunge bands decided to try to sound like, of all people, Eddie Vedder. It was the easiest. I think that's why. Is that is that why? I do, because, okay, check this out. I've, I've thought this through. Uh-huh. All right. Big grunge bands would be Alice in Chains. Yeah. 
Pearl Jam, yeah. Nirvana. Now, Alice in Chains, I feel like, is the hardest to try well, to sound like. Let me, uh, one more. Okay. Soundgarden. Ooh. I think you could, I think Alice in Chains would be harder than Soundgarden. But of those choices. Yeah. Eddie Vedder is the easiest. No one can sound like Chris Cornell. No. No one can sound like Lane Staley. No. You can, Very few people can do a convincing Kurt Cobain. You can sound similar to Kurt Cobain, but you're yeah. never going to quite pull it off. Because he wanted to die. Right. The entire time. And no one in post-grunge actually wants to die. Right. They just the, want to party with chicks. Sure. Which is the opposite <laughs> of wanting to die. Right. So of those choices... Wait, did I leave a band out? Smashing Pumpkins. Yeah. No one ever sounds like Billy Corgan. No one even wants to. No. Billy Corgan. Yeah, Billy Corgan's off the list because (laughs) if you said, hey, you can sound like Billy Corgan, I have this potion that will make you sound like (laughs) Billy Corgan, 99 out of 100 people would go, I'm good. Yeah. No, thank you. I'll just go over here. And that other person would go, yeah, why not? I wanted to die anyway. (laughs) (laughs) And his name would be Kurt Cobain. (laughs) So... Pearl Jam is the only logical choice. Right. If you're gonna copy, that does make sense. And thank you. I've really put yeah. a lot of thought into well, this. Well, I mean, because it is like Nickelback vocally right. tried to copy Eddie Vedder. Of course, uh, Creed tried to copy Eddie Vedder. All of those other bands that we don't remember the names Candlebox of, Candlebox would they be one. Tried of them. to copy Eddie Vedder. Right. <laughs> That's correct. They didn't do it well either. No, but it was. This is not saying that Eddie Vedder is bad. <laughs> right. But they, it's like a poor Eddie Vedder imitation. It's Dollar General Eddie Vedder. Exactly. <laughs> Can I just read you a little? I mean, shitting on Creed is not a new idea. No. We're not reinventing anything. No. We're not inventing anything In fact, here. this is a retro Maybe. idea because people sure. have stopped shitting yeah, on Creed. Yeah, that's right. We're bringing it back. <laughs> let's, let's go to verse two here. Oh, boy. After the chorus of What's This Life For? Four times. I see your soul. It's kind of gray. Mm-hmm. You see my heart, you look away. You see my wrist, I know your pain. I know your purpose on your plane, P-L-A-N-E. Don't say a last prayer because you can never find what's this life for. And then we take a hard shift, but they ain't here anymore. Don't have to settle no goddamn score. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because we, we all live under the reign of, I said, you know, of one king. <laughs> I said, you know, of. (laughs) But, like, how does he go from, like, saying, ain't got to settle no goddamn score, Mm -hmm. taking, I believe, Nathan, the Lord's name in vain. Right. And then be like, but but, but, we all live under the reign of one king. And that king, I'm guessing, is not Moloch. (laughs) (laughs) What that song is actually talking about is uh, it's written from... A place in 1600s England. Oh, is that right? Yeah, they live under one king. Well, that is true. No, so he he is taking on the role of a peasant <laughs> in 1600s England. We all live under one king. Cause um, we all. Yeah, I can even do it a little bit. Great news, by the way. Yeah. Um, according to Wikipedia, in 2020. The drummer of Creed, who presumably has a name, but I'm not looking up. An, uh, Scott Phillips. There we go. It's right there. Scott uh, Phillips. Is the whole band named Scott? Well, They're you, all Scots? Scott Stapp. <laughs> the guitar player's name is Mark Tremonti. Uh, sure it is. I don't know it's the bass Mark, player. It's Mark. 
air Mark. quotes. Yeah. His name's Scott. Scott, <laughs> Scott Mark. Uh-huh. Um, anyway, he announced their reunion was a possibility. Okay. All right. So they could make a comeback. And you know what that means. We were ahead of the curve on making fun of Creed hey! when they come back. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> it's, oh, man. It's, we've gone around on this one because it was hack at one point to make fun of Creed. So hacky. But now we're back to no one's doing it, so now it's a fun thing to bring back up. <laughs> and for like five years, we we did Nickelback jokes, yeah. and it was hacky then. Yeah. Well, I was okay with that. Well, because I felt like you were making a comment on how hacky it was. It's very hacky. Yeah. But then you decided at one point that the new band was uh, the one Imagine only, Dragons. Right, which we haven't shed on in a while. Well... I haven't even heard about Imagine Dragons. In yeah, what's a while. I don't know what's going on with Imagine Dragons. Yeah. They're still the worst rock band mm-hmm. ever. Ooh. Well, they're among them. They're pretty bad. It is oh I want to argue with you. Bad. But I do think I'd rather listen to Nickelback than Imagine Dragons. I would rather <laughs> that's a statement. Uh, yeah, I that is not <laughs> A ringing endorsement of Nickelback. So if you go to Imagine Dragons website, Night Visions is the record that pops up. Wasn't that like a while ago? Yeah. That was a while ago, right? Oh, they also have Mercury X1. And, see, any time... Okay, here's here's a clue for you, rock bands. <laughs> if you feel like you might want to make an album uh-huh. with the title of Act 1, Act yeah. 2, Part 1, Part 2, go ahead and... And see if you can pull your arm out of your ass. <laughs> do, do you really want to be Coheed and Cambria that bad? Is that what's happening? <laughs> or like late era Green Day? Go fuck yourself. Oh, okay, so yesterday, through the magic of technology, I listened to four Green Day albums. Okay. You know how I did that? Those albums do not waste your time. That's true. I started, okay, so I didn't start with Kerplunk or before. I've never heard their first record. Uh, I listened to it at one point. It's fine. Yeah. Kerplunk is pretty good, right? Yeah. Um, Dookie is obviously a masterpiece. Yeah, it's a Dookie, great album. Dookie is what launched all of the punk in the 90s. Yes. Which I guess that's actually a mark against it. Because there was a lot of bad punk that came after. There that. was I punk, mean, air quotes, punk, not real punk, right? Um, so, like, if you move from, so you have Nevermind, yeah, and that launches grunge, mm-hmm. and then grunge is petering out after a few years, because, wow, it a lot of people with a lot of problems, yeah. right? Yeah, and then mid nineties, you get what is Dookie ninety four? Yeah, I think something so, like yeah. that. You get Dookie, and Dookie is like a ray of sunshine mm-hmm. and humor, and a really great album. Yeah, it sounds front to back. It's front great. to back, you can listen to the whole thing. So, <clears throat> the record I forgot about was the record after Dookie, Insomniac, mm-hmm. which you, you don't hear about nearly enough. Because it, here's I'm going to propose a little thing to you here. I think it sounds better. I think the songs are just as good. Mm-hmm. I think it is arguably more cohesive yeah and i i think it might be a little bit better now did it produce as many singles Hmm. no you can't argue that no right but it's right there with dookie as being a fucking kick-ass so they they upped themselves i I think so i know i've listened to it yeah but 
the singles from that album are Geek Stink, Geek Stink Breath. Okay. And Brain Stew slash Jaded. Right. And Walking Contradiction, which might be my favorite Green Day song yeah. right now. I So, <laughs> if you take Green Day yeah. and you end their career at American Idiot. Great. I'm going to include American Idiot. <laughs> Fine. Because I, I think American Idiot gets more crap on it than, than it, it deserves. Should. Yeah. It's actually a solid album. Sure. But it's the fact that it was everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And... Hot topic, <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it was it was hot topic, and that's not good. Um, yeah, yeah. But if you if you end it there, and they retired, fine, fine, perfect, right. But they just kept going. <laughs> well, it, it, it sucked to be a rock fan mm-hmm. who was who hit the age of like fifteen in the year two thousand. Yeah, this is me. Because there weren't, like, the end of the 90s, I'm going to say post-90, like, 97, 98, there was no good rock music on mainstream radio. No. For a period of time. And so, as I'm coming of age, it's like, oh, man, everything fucking sucks. Mm -hmm. Hoopa steak, I got to listen to these fucking assholes now. (laughs) Like, what? (laughs) Like, Uh, if you're you're a Gen Z-er, please go look up Hoopa steak. Yeah. Uh, well, we need to start offering warnings to yeah. people younger than us that we're about to mention some <laughs> bands that you don't know and you don't need to know. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you, Gen Z. I think your music is overall better. That's right. Okay. So as an average, it's better Yeah, because it's all the same. Fair enough. Yeah. Uh, I do want it. Can I finish making my one? Yeah. All right. Hoover so stank. thank you. So <laughs> it blew. So I listened to four Green Day records yesterday. Uh-huh. Again, they're nice and tight. So I listened to... I started with Insomniac. I listened forward. Mm-hmm. I forgot completely about Nimrod. Oh, yeah. Which has good riddance and, and has a bunch of... And uh, Nimrod flopped. Nimrod flopped, and it's got fucking, I don't understand why. But it's it's the poppiest, maybe? Maybe. Of that? Because it's got Nice Guys Finished Last. And Good Riddance is the most misunderstood song in history. Ever. Which is fantastic yes. every single... Uh, for those who are too young to remember, every sitcom during the 90s that yeah. had their final episode yeah. had a montage set to a song that sarcastically... <laughs> yes, yes. saying goodbye. Yeah. yeah, saying it was the best time of your life. <laughs> um, including Seinfeld, yeah. which I was reminded of. Yeah. Seinfeld, I, I'm pretty sure Friends... Had something with it at some point. And this stupid motherfucker right here that you're across the table from played it at my high school graduation and played it horribly. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm sure every high school graduation (laughs) up until like 2010 had a bad version of it. We need a support group of people who play good riddance at their high school graduation, (laughs) and I I would be happy to. uh, Now, did did you try to do the Billy Joe? voice while you're doing i didn't even know what singing was then like i've gotten so much better i'm not saying i'm a good singer (laughs) yeah but like people told me Mm -hmm. okay first we had a run through yeah Uh, the principal told me it was the worst thing he'd ever heard oh wow they brought in a music teacher to help me Mm -hmm. because i had already gotten the gig so to speak right so it was gonna happen i did my best yeah it was bad I don't know what, the, I mean, also, like, where I grew up, like, 
maybe Green Day wasn't a thing for older people. Yeah, I'm guessing. So like where you grew up, it probably wasn't much of a thing for a lot of younger people either. at all. Right? Yeah. So now, if you had played Hoobastank, <laughs> different story. <laughs> so anyway, um, so you got Insomniac, you got Dookie, you got Nimrod, which holds together. It's a yeah. good, interesting record. You can tell they're starting to go over the edge a little. And then you have Warning. Yeah. Which I had growing up. I remember, I think I sold that at some point. But Warning is like not like a punk album, but like it's a good album. Like yeah. it's not a bad album. Um, and then you have American Idiot. And so, like, I didn't listen to American Idiot the other day. I listened to those four. Mm-hmm. But God damn, that's a lot of records. Yeah. Dookie, Insomniac, Nimrod, and Warning. That's yeah. four albums within the course of. A handful of years, really. And, and I'm adding American Idiot into there yeah. because if we were considering this the cap off of their career. Sure. Yeah. Um, that is taking all of the things they did. Yes. Amplifying it times 10. Yeah. As a, we're done. Right. But then they came back with more music. And I don't remember. <laughs> do you remember that? Um, Udo. The no oh, before okay. that oh the that twenty one yeah. guns song yeah I do that yeah. is the biggest yeah. piece of garbage <laughs> I've ever heard oh my God. What was that from album? a quote punk band it was yeah. um I mean it was the one right after American Idiot yeah I'm gonna get to it Hang it's on. like they went oh man wake me up when September ends was really popular oh my what God, if we made that. a worse version of that song would that be twenty first century breakdown yeah was that, that album I think that was it. Yeah, so, yeah, that's got... Oh, man, that... Yeah, 21 Guns is on that album. It is. Uh, it's not kind of bad. Like, it's <laughs> it's legitimately unlistenable to me. Oh, my God. That, the chorus... Uh, hold on, I have to pull this it up. It was their eighth studio album. Came out in 2009. Check this out, too. I mean, they were on a fucking clip. Kerplunk came out in 91. Mm-hmm. Three years later, you get their major label debut, debut, Dookie. Then the next year, you get Insomniac, 95. 97, only, I mean, they're touring constantly. Only two years later, you get Nimrod. Three years later, you get Warning. Yeah. Which, like, is growth. Four years later, you get American Idiot. Okay. We're kind of done. And then it was, like, five years they have consistently made records, though. Holy shit, man. Uh, if you ever want to blow your mind completely, yeah. go look up the number of singles that they had from American Idiot. Okay. Um, it It's absurd. Uh, this is the chorus to 21 Guns. Oh my and God. that's about as much as I can handle before I, I have to turn that garbage off. Remember this song now? Wow! It doesn't get better from that line. But you know what? Still a good band. Um, but that <laughs> that song is straight garbage. Yeah, it is. It is terrible. It is Hooba Stank level. It is. That's true. <laughs> One twenty-one guns. <laughs> I do like that they had a. Uh, is this a greatest hits? Yeah, they had two greatest hits albums, mm. international super hits, which yeah. is funny. Yeah, two even funnier uh, greatest hits. God's favorite band, <laughs> which <laughs> I love it. I love it. Mm. It's pretty great. Yeah, yeah. Go listen to like four Green Day albums. It'll yeah. improve your life. Yeah, it's um, no the number of singles from American Idiot. 
I feel like it's eight. Uh. Like that they had full music videos for. Not just radio wow. singles. Yeah. Um Oh okay, there were five that had music videos. Okay. Still, that's from one album is a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> that's a lot. And not not five music videos that were like one was huge and four kind of just slipped by. <laughs> right. I if you had MTV during the 2004 and 2005 oh. era. Oh my god. You American Idiot was huge. Yeah. I remember huge. that one. Boulevard of Broken Dreams. Obviously. That music video was all over everything. One of their biggest songs ever. Yeah. yeah. Holiday holiday yeah that was all over everything yeah. wake me up when september ends that was whether you want to to acknowledge that song or not it exists and it's going to be there <laughs> and jesus of suburbia that's yeah. the one that wasn't as big but still was pretty big <laughs> Damn, what is that five singles six singles yeah, with wow. music videos yeah all of those videos. had music videos um because I'm, I'm sure there were radio singles on top of that, too. Typically, a, a band has song. one or two that's just for the radio. Yeah, that's right. There was a song about Schwarzenegger being the governor mm-hmm. at the time. I remember a mention of that. That might have even been an American Idiot. I don't remember. Yeah. I remember hearing a lot of those songs come on the radio. It was 99X for me, was the station, mm-hmm. and changing it. <laughs> it's It's a bummer. Yeah. I mean, you think about albums like that that had that many singles. The other one that comes to mind for me, going back to grunge, I guess, for a minute or alternative, is Smashing Pumpkins, Melancholy. Yeah. Had like five or six, but that was a fucking double album. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's um, it's a little much. How do you think they <laughs> even feel anymore? How do you think they wrap, Green Day, how do you think they wrap their minds around? Oh, they they don't do that. They just have like, so much fuck you money right yeah at this point just just imagine right now somewhere in the world yeah there's a rich mike durnt <laughs> <laughs> sushi jack that sushi jack that 